Hey everybody, welcome to the show. Coming up this week, SeaWorld is adding a new roller coaster. Disney is being sued over their Magic Band technology, and Disney manages to screw up this year's free dining promotion on epic levels. Warning, rant ahead. All that plus our show from the New Jersey Diz Meet to raise money for Give Kids the World. This week we talk about how Disney has changed your life. All that coming up next. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode 801, for the week of April 28th, 2015. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show, coming to you live from the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, John Magi. Hi, everybody. Kevin Close. Howdy. Teresa Eccles. Greetings. Julie Martin. Hi. And back in the production nook, our producer, Dustin West. I am here. Along with Rhino Clavin. Hello. And our associate producer, Craig Williams. Hey, hey. And it is great to uh, great to be back home after a whirlwind trip in New Jersey. We had a great <laughs> meet. It was. It was. It was I, awesome. More for me because I was visiting family, you know, throughout. But um, which was awesome. But we had a we had a great time. Raised over fourteen thousand dollars for awesome. Give Kids the World. Amazing. And uh, I often get asked uh, how much we have raised to date. And I was told by a representative for Give Kids the World this weekend. That we have in fact raised more than a quarter of a million dollars wow. for wow. Give Kids the World That's since awesome. we started this uh, since we started this promotion like 17 years ago. <laughs> um, I don't know why, but that seems low to me. And I think it's because yeah. I'm not sure we're getting enough credit because people do send things in. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm, I want I'm every a, dime, Pete. I, I so do, so do I. But as long as it goes to Give Kids the World, I really don't care. Um, as you know, I'm I'm really proud to know that. You know, this community has raised a quarter of a million dollars to send these kids to Disney World. And especially when I look at this New Jersey meet that just happened and the Richmond meet that happened before and the meets that we've been to uh, before, the amount of hard work and passion and love that our, our folks have in putting these things together, because these are not easy events. To coordinate by any means, and they put so much into it. I really have to thank uh, Nikki Mancini and the Golden Girls for doing such a tremendous job. And I can I take a second shout out to the Golden Girls individually. Sure, Linda, Sue, Charlotte, Phyllis, Kim, Jen, Jillian, and Dominique. They all worked so hard. They did, and they did. of course, Snicky. You know, of course, Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> No, great job. No, it, was a, it, was a, it was a great weekend. It was an absolutely fantastic weekend. So uh, we have, you know, we have more meets coming up. Hershey's next on the list, Hershey, Pennsylvania, the weekend of June 26th, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, that looks to be a lot of fun. I'm taking some extra time this year up there because I want to get into that park and kind of see it and experience it. There's a lot of cool stuff yeah. to see. Hershey Park is, uh, from what I understand, it's a great theme park and... I definitely want to check it out, so I'm going to be spending some extra time up there. I suggest you guys do the same thing. Come out and support. It was a great time last year. I'm looking forward to another great time this year. And uh, 
Then after that, we have uh, the Nova Scotia meet, the weekend of August 14th. Mm-hmm. Boy, I've got these down to memory now. Me too. <laughs> I've got these down to memory. Uh, at the end of August, uh, I think it's the weekend of the 29th, the Indianapolis Correct. meet. yes. And then the weekend of September 14th or 16th? 18th, I think. 18th. 18th through the 20th. New England. New, New England. New England. New England. New England. Exactly. Still waiting to hear the announcement on where exactly in... Uh, it's in New England. So. It's in New England. We don't know exactly where in New England yet. Oh, I know, but I'm not allowed oh, to say. Oh, I do. I, do I know, I know too. too, but I'm not allowed to say. But <clears throat> I do, too. So we know, but we're not telling you. Um but that's coming up in, in September. And then, of course, uh, the weekend, I'm almost positive it's October 16th, uh, is the Delaware meet. Delaware. and uh, Tiny little state, but lots of money to be raised. Lots of money to be raised. <laughs> and, you know, again, all examples of our amazing community uh, pulling together to raise money for a good cause. And uh, so very, very excited about that. Also want to give everybody an update on Podcast Cruise 6. We are now 90% sold out. Of our group space, 90%. So this is just kind of snowballing. And uh, the fastest we've ever sold one of these, Oasis of the Seas, December 4th through the 11th, 2016. And uh, if you want to get in on this, you have, if you want to get the best pricing, you literally have like a day and a half left. Because the buy one, get one half off promotion ends on April 30th. And then once our group space is done, we can't, offer those prices anymore and then it's just if you want to join us it's the prevailing rate $500 secures a stateroom so if you're thinking about it pull the trigger <laughs> and put your deposit down and get that in get that in now Dizapalooza uh, you have we have over 600 people now joining us for Dizapalooza signed up. I think it's actually going to be over 700. It's a bunch I haven't had a chance to process because yesterday was a little nuts. Yeah. I think we're over 700. Over 700 and uh, people are concerned that Diagon Alley is going to be crowded with 700 people. No, <laughs> <laughs> no way. No, so, no. I just want to put some minds at ease. No. I did some uh, research, and on the last one we did at Wizarding World, we actually had 710, I think, was the final. And number. everybody was walking onto things. Right, exactly. It was like it was a ghost town. And John and I stood out in the middle of the area to sort of meet and greet people, and we sat there talking to each other. <laughs> since everyone was on rides so yes yeah, no, no. it's not an issue it was because nobody wanted to talk to that is pretty true <laughs> and a thousand will not be an issue so don't worry about it being full the Chatterati has asked 2017 should be another Dizapalooza party uh, yes yeah we do it every other year yeah, really? yeah. I was just pointing out that that would be a, a year for Dizapalooza not a cruise correct correct unless John and I change our minds it's true say we want to cruise through a theme park <laughs> Um, actually, I have I have already have ideas for 2017 that I haven't talked to him about yet. But you know, so we'll get to away. that. Let's let's yeah. see if we can get let's get through this. Can December. I just get through today? All right. Uh, also, want to remind everybody uh, every Sunday night, 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific, live on Mixler.com, the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged, and uh, that show goes on to iTunes on Monday, and then there. Their segment goes up. Their segments go up on Tuesday, I believe. Right. And uh, this week, Tom Bell takes a look at the Anaheim Marriott Hotel, and the team answers listener emails and questions from Disboards.com. So, there's that. And then, of course, we have uh, every Wednesday, 1 p.m. Eastern, live on Disunplug.com, the trip with Teresa Eccles and Jenny Lynn Knopp, 
And what are you talking about Trip this week? Out. Um, this week we're <laughs> if talking. If that doesn't stop, someone's going to die. I, well, Trip talk, out. talk to Jay. Oh, she doesn't do this. That's her. That's Trip all her. Out. She doesn't do that. Okay. She just, okay, anyway. No, I, I want to give my impression. Okay, go. Trip out. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. It needs to stop. <laughs> that's for your gang signs. Well, tell Jenny Lynn, okay? Well, I I'm just all, did. Okay. All right. Okay, so this week we're talking is our first in a short series of getting ready for a road trip in the car with the family. Oh, cool. And what you need to do and when you need to do it and dealing with the kids and the screaming and the... You know. Something that... Uh, Mrs. Martin has extensive experience with driving yeah. back and forth to Louisiana. <laughs> That's why we don't do that anymore. <laughs> I love road trips. Love it. You know. If we're going for a week or more, let's drive. If we're going for a weekend, please, I beg of you, let's fly. <laughs> awesome. Yep. Awesome. That's Wednesday, DizUnplug.com, 1 p.m. Eastern. And on Thursday, the Universal Edition of the Diz Unplugged, starring the lovely and talented Craig Williams. With the Craigettes. <laughs> We're releasing an album this fall. Yeah. So, what uh, what's up this week, Craigery? Uh, hopefully, as long as everything goes right uh, and smoothly, we have, uh, will be able to talk about some of the characters you can find at Universal. Um, but that's if everything goes smoothly. And uh, just wanted to also give an update that next week our show will not be live. It will be pre-recorded because we'll be in the middle of our kind of seven and seven for universal that's actually lasting eight full days yeah we're doing well actually that's because we're doing the universal land sea yep um we're doing some time uh, at the resorts followed by a four-night cruise on board the enchantment of the seas that's royal caribbean ship that uh does the land sea i'm excited for next year when the oasis can be a part of that and you can do seven night cruise on the oasis along with uh oh yeah that'll just be stay, insane a land stay at uh universal gonna be cool so that's all coming up this week. Um, before I get to the poll results, do you have anything else in housekeeping? I do. Kevin? I just want to say that I talked to my mention this once before, but uh, Beach Warmer, one of our listeners, has started a thread on the Diz Unplugged board. If you're interested in volunteering for Give Kids the World during Dizapalooza, she's got a thread started. This is not a commitment. It's just you have to express interest. They're trying to get a total of how many people are interested in volunteering so they can let Give Kids the World know. Awesome. Awesome. Anything else? Nothing, Johnny? Nope. You covered my stuff. Yes, I do have one more thing. (laughs) Okay. I've been getting some emails about people who are unhappy with what I said about people in wheelchairs and scooters. Okay. Everybody everybody sit back. (laughs) That I would embarrass you if I heard you say it. I want you all to know I'm not suggesting that people in wheelchairs and scooters are saints or that everyone should get a pass. If you're a jerk, you're a jerk. And if you're being a jerk, you deserve to be called out. What I'm suggesting is that people who are in wheelchairs and scooters don't need your nasty comments. Uh, They don't need you sucking your teeth and rolling your eyes. They don't need all of the crap that they're getting when they are allowed to get on the bus before you. Get over it. And the fact that some of the emails that have come in after that, I wasn't here that week, Mm -hmm. um, some of the emails that have come in, I'm absolutely stunned by um, not only are there people out there that think it's okay to behave that way, right. but they take exception to the fact that you call them out on it. Um, look, you know, this, this, this is very simple. If you're a jackass to people in wheelchairs and people that are handicapped, there's a special place in hell for you. 
there is, it's not rocket science. And it, There's it, something wrong with you if you feel that way. There's something wrong with you that you need to look at and you need to fix. If that's how you behave toward people that are in a wheelchair or dealing with some kind of disability, if you look at them as a nuisance, then there's something wrong with you. Just saying. I I keep getting the same story. Well, so-and-so ran over my toe with a scooter. I'm sorry. That is not, I am not condoning that. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the people who complain when someone in a wheelchair is allowed to get on the bus before them. You do realize that there's a limited number of seats. Everybody in line that can stand up could get on a bus. They can get on this bus, the next bus. The person in the wheelchair has to wait for a bus that has space. There's a limited number of seats on that bus. And the ADA says that Disney has to put them on before you. So here's where I tell you. If I hear it, I promise you, I will tell you what I think. It's not plate. Okay. The good news is the likelihood of Kevin ever riding a Disney bus. (laughs) (laughs) I may start. (laughs) I may start riding Disney buses. I'm going to get a cape. (laughs) What does that have to do with that? I just like capes. (laughs) No capes. Okay, Carl Lagerfeld. (laughs) Just need the cape Cape and the fan. fan. All right. All right. All right. Let's move on to the poll results. Last week, we asked you which Orlando water park was your favorite. And uh, not a lot of ambiguity here. Number one on the list, Disney's Typhoon Lagoon, uh, 59% of the vote. Uh, Blizzard Beach came in second with 34%. SeaWorld's Aquatica water park came in third with just 5%. And Poor Wet and Wild only garnered 2% <laughs> of the vote. So it's, uh, but I also noticed that uh, of all the polls that we've done since we started doing this, this was the least responded to by a, a wide margin. I mean, I think we only got about 500 responses yeah. to this, whereas normally we get anywhere from 2,000 to 3,000 responses. A lot of people poll. don't go. A, yeah. lot, a lot of people don't go to water parks. I'm not bearing my thighs to the public. So I also, I just, I, lately, I can't stop thinking about the cesspool of grossness <laughs> in, in communal water I think Disney should use that as like a tagline Disney like cesspool of grossness I, water park I do believe that's going to be the subtitle of Universal <laughs> I'm so happy to have my own pool where I know who peed in it <laughs> and you have Corey. control of the amount of chlorine and chemicals that go in that would be Corey <laughs> she said that she said that so okay. Our, uh, our winner this week was Ariel Nadal. Gets a $50 Disney gift card for participating. And I'm going to tell you, uh, the, uh, next week's poll, the one we'll put up right after this show, is uh, very simple. Uh, how important is free dining to you? Oh. Because before we move on to the news, I do want to talk about what happened yesterday. The travesty that occurred yesterday when Disney released free dining. Um, and I really want to measure my comments here. I really do. I'm really trying hard to measure my comments because I'm, I'm really kind of ticked off about this. And we've been talking about it for a few years now, how bad these releases have gotten, where their systems fail and the phones, people are on hold for hours and they get through and they get disconnected. And, you know, it's always been a pain dealing with these last year was particularly bad but 
nothing compared to what happened yesterday. Nothing compared. First of all, Disney normally would release to Disney Visa cardholders first. And that kind of helps spread it out. Spread it out. And this time they didn't do that. This time it was released to everybody. This time the availability was nil. There was very little there. Uh, and this time their systems failed on a level that I didn't even think was possible for Disney. The company, the Fortune 50 company with the worst IT division uh, I've ever seen. And I talk about, I have been talking about for a while now, how Disney doesn't care about the guest experience anymore. And I can't think of a better example of it than the nonsense that went on yesterday. You know this is going to be popular. So why don't you brace for this? Why isn't there some kind of effort made to not allow these things to go on or at least mitigate them? Why does it get worse every year instead of better? And it has finally occurred to me why. They can't pull free dining because they have put it out there every year for a long time now. Free dining's been out there every year. They can't pull it. So they're going to make you so miserable trying to get it that you don't want it anymore. And I'm not being facetious here. I actually think this is what's going on. The availability yesterday was the worst we've ever seen. You can turn around and say that people have a sense of entitlement about this. And I think there is an issue with entitlement in general among Disney Park visitors. I think that's true. But let's think about for a second what entitlement means. If every time you turn around, I hand you a $10 bill. Every time I see you, I hand you a $10 bill. And you get used to that. Eventually, you're going to feel entitled to it. Not because you walk around with this overdeveloped sense of entitlement all the time, that everybody should hand you a $10 bill. But this person over here that keeps handing me a $10 bill, well, the next time I see him, where's my $10 bill? Disney created this monster. Disney created this monster. Disney also trains people to behave badly. The more you complain, the more you get. True. So they train people to have this sense of entitlement. In, In this instance... Rather than saying, having the stones, just to say, folks, no free dining this year. Because while people would be upset with that, I think they're far more upset about being left on hold for three hours and then being hung up on. Um, Or being left on hold for three hours only to have an agent not be able to do anything because their systems are crashing. Or Or trying for hours on end to get through on the Disney website only to have the system constantly fail when you get to the point where you can actually make a reservation. This is a Fortune... Actually, it's a Fortune 20 company. This is a Fortune 20 company here. You want to talk about volume? Look at Amazon.com. They do more volume in a day than Disney will do in a month. Their systems are always up. Look at Facebook. The largest website in the world. More traffic than any other website in the world. And if they're down for 10 minutes, it's a big deal. And they're processing far more queries, far more database interaction than Disney will ever process. So it's not that they can't do it. It's that they don't want to. 
And this is about their bottom line, which I respect. But it comes back to the guest experience. It comes back to the guest experience. For our bottom line, we want it to go like this because we don't want to sell too many of these. And we don't want to pull it back because we don't have the stones or the spine to face the backlash we're going to face. So instead, we'll just torture everybody and make them think this is out there and available for them and make it virtually impossible for them to get. Can I add on to that point? Sure. So the promotion reads, this is what really got me. The promotion reads, <clears throat> available select nights August 28th through December 21st, 2015. Holy smokes. Four months, I can get free dining. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see the actual date you can get it. August 28th through October 2nd. Kids are in school. Mm-hmm. October 25th through October 31st. <laughs> so six nights in October. November 8th through November 19th, 11 nights in November, and December 15th through December 21st. So this is more of the ridiculousness of it. Oh, there, you can get it for four months. And none of those times are children off of school. Exactly. Like, it's right before Thanksgiving break. It's right before Christmas break. And look, you know, from that standpoint, I can understand those are the dates they need to. So even that, while it's annoying I and misleading... Um, I think it's bait and switch. When you I, say those, you say August 8th, 28th, through December 21st, you're implying that it's four full months you can get it. Why don't they just say, you know what, do it in September? And then, But to add real insult to injury this year, you now have to buy a park hopper. I was going to mention that, too. That was the other thing. You, couldn't, you can't go with the base ticket. You've got to pay the extra money for the park hopper. Or the water park. Or the more. water park and more feature. Right. Um, just pull the damn promotion already. You don't want to sell it. You don't need to sell it. But you're too scared to face the backlash online. So you'd rather just have everybody think you're a bunch of incompetent fools who can't run a website, who can't keep a website up during a promotion that you know is coming. This wasn't a surprise to you. You knew this was coming. Yet you did nothing. Now, I either have to believe you are just brain-dead idiots who can't run, who, who, who can't manage a two-car funeral. Or this is intentional. And you know what? I know some of you guys. You're not brain-dead idiots. This is intentional. This is intentional. You're doing this on purpose. Because your culture has completely abandoned the guest experience. Whether it's your hotels or your theme parks or your reservations, you have abandoned the guest experience. And this is just more proof of it. Shame on you for doing it. There's also a great culture of secrecy at Disney that we have to, you know, spring this on people. Well, let's talk about why that is. Let's talk about why that is. They have started going after people that are, that are, that are leaking. And I mean going after them. And I'm not giving any specifics. But I know this for a fact personally. They're going after people who are leaking. Now, and you know what? I get that. I don't have a problem with that. You know, it it's, it's puts them at a real competitive disadvantage when their stuff, when stuff gets leaked like that. And I'm not a fan of that, and I don't support it. Um, but... Hey, everybody, it's Pete Warner. What, why am I hearing myself? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 
don't know. He accidentally hit play. Yeah, he accidentally hit play. He's watching the chat room. I don't know. My kid got so they've had such a you know because for for a while now, um, we've been seeing things show up online about free dining and what it's going to be, and weeks in advance, and it's usually dead on the money, and so they've started going after people. And um, you know that's the reason it's happening. I'm not saying that they're wrong for that, because I get I get why they want to keep clamps on that. But well, I I deal with Adventures by Disney, and Adventures by Disney has said they're going to release their new dates on June 9th, which means that all of the new dates and all of the information will come out on June 9th. And Disney creates this thing that you know book early, book early, book fast and early. Well, then it becomes this mess because everybody wants to book on June 9th. Well, what happens is, why would you not put that information out a week in advance? You might not be able to sell it till June 9th. I mean, when there's a concert announced, they don't put the, you know, they tell you months in advance, the concert's coming here, but your dates are going to be here. You'll, they'll go on sale here. Well, Why would Disney not say, listen, I, free dining's coming? I equated this, when I was thinking about this earlier today, I equated this to the Black Friday doorbuster at Walmart where people are literally trampling each other to get, you know, two televisions that are on sale. I read on the uh, uh, one thread on the boards, quote, this is weird. Rather than just being another sale, it seems like free dining is rapidly becoming a lottery event. Whoever gets there first and grabs a package wins. For what it's worth, this deal doesn't interest me at this point, but I still look because I'm curious. Seems like by about 8 a.m. their website is either glitchy or all the packages for dates I was looking for were gone. Either way, it has the feel of a lottery run now. Um, and then, of course, there's all the people <clears throat> on the boards. Disney World site has crashed and all circuits are down on the phone. Very nice. I uh, can't get through and the website keeps crashing over and over. This happens all the time with them during high volume. They need to work on advancing their system. This shouldn't always be a problem. I've been up since 6.45 a.m., got through twice, but the phone just shut down and computer automated lady just stopped talking. The IT should have figured this out already. This is all over the boards. This isn't just me talking. Right. I'd okay. also like to address something that the ch- that happened in the chat room. Someone suggests that the dining, um, the water parks and more option, or the uh, park, hopper. park hopper, is is part of the promotion. Well, the problem is that a lot of people who have booked reservations want to convert them to the free dining. If you've booked a room and tickets as part of your package and you want to convert that to free dining, you also have to increase the price of the tickets. Mm-hmm. You then have to go to park hopping or the water parks and more. This is So there is an extra charge to it. Disney is making you buy more than you need or something you don't need in order to get free dining. You're paying for it one way or another. I just... I, I, and like I said, you know, it could be if, if this was a if this was a one time deal, if this was a one time thing that they just got caught off guard and their systems went down. I completely understand, but this happens to you every year. Not every year, multiple times a year. We just went through the same thing with their cruise line release. Yeah, we just went through cruise line release where we spent hours on the phone trying to get through to an agent, or their systems crashed, or we couldn't make changes online because their systems were slow. It happens every release. I don't understand why no one has the foresight. To know that this is going to... We know it. Or you find out the next day that there were only a couple of cast members on duty for the release. Right. Yeah. I, I'm... Come on. Yeah. No, it's intentional, folks. Sorry. It's... They do it on purpose. They want to release these things and get... They love the hype. They love all, all the people fighting over it. And I want this. I want this. And 
let, they let this happen because at the end of the day, they really don't give a crap about the guest experience anymore. Uh, it's really sad. It's stressful. really, really sad and stressful. I ate so much chocolate yesterday. It just was. <laughs> <laughs> People are on hold for six and seven hours. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was a nightmare. It was a complete nightmare. And I'm not going to spend too much more time talking about it other than to say that's why this week's poll is how important is free dining to you really? Is it something that it, without it, you're not going to Disney World? If it's there, you'll take it. If not, you'll still go anyway, or it's not important at all. That's what I want to know. And that, that poll will be up uh, shortly after the show. Facebook.com slash Unplugged is the URL to make your, make your thoughts known on that. But uh, that is going to do it for my rant, and we're going to move over to Johnny with the news. <laughs> all right. Our first news story. SeaWorld Orlando to, to debut new roller coaster in 2016. SeaWorld Orlando on April 24th announced it is adding a new ride that will be Orlando's tallest, fastest, and longest roller coaster to date. The theme park emailed media representatives only sharing that the new attraction will be a 200-foot tall roller coaster and that more details will be revealed in late May. Here's what that email said. Something is stirring beneath the surface of SeaWorld Orlando, preparing to rise from the ocean <laughs> deaths and soar to thrilling new heights. Get ready for the frenzy of SeaWorld's new 200-foot-tall roller coaster. In 2016, this thriller will make its place atop the food chain as Orlando's tallest, fastest, and longest coaster. More details on the new addition will surface in late May. SeaWorld is a one-of-a-kind theme park with a variety of attractions, including awe-inspiring animal encounters, thrilling rides, and spectacular shows. The news comes a little more than a month after SeaWorld Entertainment named Joel Manby the company's new president and CEO. The new attraction... New attractions to theme parks help attract more visitors to Orlando, boosting the region's $60 billion tourist industry. And then they go on to mention uh, all the expansions at Universal and Disney as well. Um, they were definitely uh, definitely being playful in that email in terms of, uh, like... No, playful's one word. <laughs> re- releasing hints as to what the Stirring theme might beneath. be. Yes. Yeah. The top of the food chain. Yeah, it's a dragon or something. I was thinking a shark, shark. or I was thinking that scene from Jurassic World where the dinosaur comes up and eats the pterodactyl out of the water. Center of the Earth, and then the nerds in the production nook always have to bring everything back to Jurassic World. (laughs) (laughs) It's a big deal. Star Wars, Wars, yeah, one of the two. I think (laughs) think this speaks to though. What is what is SeaWorld's next phase? What's their? They've already said they're going to take the gloves off and they're fighting this. Right stuff, but, but is it? Are they now going to be an animal park? Or are they going to be a theme park? Are they going to be a true roller coaster? Well, I mean, look, no, they've always they've, they, look. This this announcement does not strike me particularly as a response to Blackfish. Uh, SeaWorld is always adding new attractions. I mean, they already do have a couple of pretty intense roller coasters. They've got Manta. They've got Kraken. <clears throat> they've got you know. They've always had attractions like that. So this doesn't strike me as anything other than kind of normal course of business. Uh, obviously, every little bit helps right now. But, um, yeah, I mean, this doesn't strike. And, and again, it's not something I'm going to write. Um, you know what I got out of that? Hashtag nerds and nook. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. He's writing it down. I want that to trend. <laughs> I like the fact that John read it with clenched teeth. <laughs> I did. From the center of the earth. <laughs> it's already Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. 
Okay. It's very monster truck rally, I think. I'm glad because I did not get that Sunday. Get Sunday that reference. Sorry. <laughs> How many of them have you been to? Echo <laughs> going on there. All right. And who'd you go with? Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is taking a turn for the worse here. I did not expect it to be attacking me. <laughs> I thought we were going to attack SeaWorld. <laughs> Been there, done that. <laughs> All right. So story number two. Disney sued over their magic band technology. The Walt Disney Company is being sued by Incom Corporation, a California-based company who claims Disney stole technology from them and used it for their magic bands and attendance tracking. Incom says, quote, it developed three patents since 2008 for an attendance tracking system it markets to schools and other venues, and that Magic Bands uses that technology. Disney says the lawsuit is without merit, and we will respond to it in court. What makes me, what, what, what strikes me about this is, I mean, there's a rash right now of what's known as patent trolls. These are people who buy up patents, uh, little known patents, things that maybe were, you know, uh, not viable 10 years ago and they bought them up and now they are viable and their only purpose you know you have the guy that's suing podcasters and he's going after like Adam Carolla who has the largest podcast right now in the world uh, saying that they own the patent for podcasting for doing a serialized radio type show via the internet uh, or, th- or through portable devices it's something like that and they're having to fight these things because a patent lawsuit patent lawsuit starts at $2 million. I mean, really? that's the beginning of it. Yeah. It's all federal. It's all federal. You get into federal court, it's, a, you know, it's just crazy. So what they bank on is that the companies aren't going to have the money or the resources to fight them. So they just pay them. It's extortion. This is not one of those things. This company is, this is not a patent, patent troll type company. They actually own this. They actually develop this. Now, whether or not it has any merit, I don't know. Um, but this one's, I think this one's got legs. I think this may be very interesting. And I think maybe we should maybe invite, away. maybe we should invite Mr. Bergen on to talk about this at some point, because, uh, uh, I, I, you know, they income developed these patents. They didn't buy them. They developed the patents. They developed the technology. So if there is any connection, if this is their technology being used, Whoa. Yeah, it's all about what the specific technology is because there's the idea that there's intellectual um, expansion on a patent. Like people can take something and do something with it, but if they're actually using their technology, then they are in big trouble. That's yeah, That could be very, very, very ugly. Right. It all depends on the, the specifics of that patent because, you know, there are certain um, – Things that I'm sure people have patented that they then go on to sell to other companies to use, like the the, the technology for RFID in general, right. like putting that into a, a hotel key. Most hotels in this country are now RFID or or magnetic strip based, and so those are general um, ideas that um, that I don't think would uh, be. But they're specific. They're not talking about yeah. opening the hotel room doors. They're talking Tracking. about. The uh, ability to track attendance. Yeah, um, I was just using that as an example of general a, a general technology versus the specifics of this. Right, and that's why it. Well, I agree with you. I think it could hold up. 
I think, yeah, I think this is this one's got legs. I'm waiting for the next, you know, sort of iteration of the Magic Band. It's going to be the Magic Lap Band. <laughs> oh, I want one of those. And get me into theme parks. There you go. Magic Lap Band. <laughs> well, they've already started injecting things under people's skin. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> D-chip, yeah. The diet chip, maybe. The Magic Lap Band. <laughs> All right, on to our third news story. You lose weight and open hotel room doors. <laughs> Star Wars' BB-8 rolls its way into Disney parks and stores. BB-8, the ball droid featured in the first trailer to Star Wars, The Force Awakens, will have a character presence in Disney parks. Sphero, a Colorado-based tech firm that also is part of the Disney Accelerator program, began producing a BB-8 prototype at the request of the Walt Disney Company chief Bob Iger after he saw the company's remote-controlled robotic ball toy, according to the New York Times report. He looks like a weird version of Wally. A little bit. The prototype, <laughs> which resembles a special effects puppet used in the film... Okay, you're right there with me, right? You're right there with me, Kevin. Okay, never mind made its first public appearance on stage at the opening ceremonies of Star Wars Celebration Anaheim on April 16th. The appearance led to social media speculation on the design of the remote-controlled device. There's no word on when or where the first BB-8 character will appear on Disney property. But the Disney's Star Wars weekends, but with Disney's Star Wars weekends beginning in just a few weeks at Disney's Hollywood Studios, speculation is that an appearance will be part of that schedule. You have two different things going on here. Um, the the droid that you see in the trailer and that is used in the film is actually a practical prop. Um, it's not. I'm sure there are computer generated uh, computer generated versions of them, but. The, um, the the folks at uh, Industrial Light and Magic actually figured out how to make this droid work practically. And then what you have now is a, a basically a toy designer uh, coming in, plus I'm sure the Imagineers coming in for um, you know an interactive uh, element in the park. It's it'd be interesting to see what they come up with versus what Lucasfilm comes up with and how they collaborate finally on something like this in the theme parks. I'm interested to see. It's like a Weeble. It's like a Weeble or Wilson and Weeble had a baby. His seriousness makes me giggle. It does me (laughs) too. Do you know the Charlie Brown cartoon? Wah, 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 wah. I think, oh my gosh, we're talking about Star Wars. I'm sorry, guy. How big is this? Is it like a little Wilson-sized soccer ball? He's approximately half the size of (laughs) R2-D2. It's Wilson. I that, think that the helps, toy that helps is a <laughs> It's a weeble. He's half the size of something we don't Weebles know. wobble, oh, but they Weebles don't Weebles wobble, sorry. Disney is always looking for something to sell. <laughs> this is going to be a great thing for them to sell. People are going to eat it up and buy tons of them and making it an interactive experience in the park. i got to get Kathy one well. because she always says whirlings wobble, but they don't fall <laughs> <laughs> Did you bring your toy that I got you? I forgot. Meet? She was laying by the door, and then I forgot to bring her. I was all excited. Oh, oh, oh never mind. I know. <laughs> no, not that toy. I wouldn't bring that. I, <laughs> I like it. I do, dead. I do like your first to it as her. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about Edna Mode. Oh, you were. talking about okay. Edna. Um, okay. She needs new batteries. It's <laughs> laying by the door. <laughs> It's a door stop. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for the news. Thank you, John. You're welcome. Okay. 
Let's uh, let's go ahead and move on to uh, to rapid fire. We'll start with you, John. All right, mine is that uh, Disney Cruise Line on- onboard app now offers a chat feature. Basically, it's texting between folks who have the Navigator app installed on your phone while you're on the Disney Cruise Line ship. Um, this is something we first experienced on a Norwegian cruise line ship, and we think it's awesome. We do. It was really great because then you don't have to worry about, do I have a cell signal? You don't have to worry about that stupid wave phone. Oh, yeah, those wave phones are – hopefully they'll go away forever. But And also Norwegian Cruise Line did something where you can actually call on the app from other people who be sort of set up through your stateroom. So pretty good. Pretty cool. Good for Disney Cruise Line. Cool. Thank you, John. Kevin? Mine's about Star Wars. <laughs> but it's not. it's not. It's about the Disney accessibility system. They're going away from the cards that are handwritten, and they're going to be put on your magic bands. That's stolen technology. So um, <laughs> that's it. They're going to add DAS information onto your magic band. Hmm. Logical okay. next step. Yeah. Thank you, Kevin. Teresa. Binoculars will be available on the Mediterranean. <laughs> oh, I thought we were just saying words. <laughs> Tired. Is that Jimmy Fallon game? (laughs) Peas and carrots, big time. You're like, the secret word is. (laughs) All right, they're going to be available on the Mediterranean, European, and Alaska cruises um, in the concierge staterooms in 2015. You can also get them in the shops for $99.95. Yeah, if you're going on a cruise where binoculars would be useful, Buy them before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, because the price on the ship is absurd uh, in comparison to what you can get the same pair of binoculars for. Take your opera uh, glasses on us. Yeah. No, no, yet. <laughs> also, if you, uh, also, if they go missing from your stateroom, Disney will charge you for them. Yeah. So if you're not going to use them, store them away, but make sure you know where they are at all times because you don't want that surprise no. showing up on your stateroom. Oh, Kevin, I just had a visual of Kevin on his balcony trying to get his opera glasses to work like pretty much. <laughs> Am I cape blowing in the background? He's got the cape, cape again. And opera glasses. No capes. <laughs> Live in a world without capes. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Teresa. Julie. Teen Beach 2 Beach Party. So. Oh, see, now we are just saying words. <laughs> we are just saying <laughs> Flam, Jimmy Jab. <laughs> well, okay, so I'm familiar with the Teen Beach Party movie, and some other people might be too, but I'm excited about the Teen Beach too. I'm not Beach. the only person. Is this what? Frankie and Annette? No, so what happens is they take like some of their newer Disney actors, and she has a surfing accident and goes like has like a daydream where she's in a 60s surf movie. Does she think she told us who she is? <laughs> who is she? Who's oh, the- I don't, can't remember. She's so new. I can't think uh, of her name. This is, yeah. that good. is this a movie or is this happening at a theme park? So what they're doing <laughs> is, in order to promote the second movie, they're going to be having beach parties at Typhoon Lagoon. So starting May 22nd through July 5th, um, it'll take place at various times throughout the day, and bikers and surfers will dance and play beach games with guests. <laughs> bikers? Yes. Is this you, a- have you ever seen a yes. beach movie? Yeah. Have, is this, no. Is this a Disney Channel movie or yes. is this like a movie movie? No, Disney Channel movie. Okay. <laughs> So when we say actors, we have to use air quotes. Okay. So the bikers and surfers will play beach games with guests as a DJ provides the retro tunes. They're going to play games like relays, hula hoop spinning, and water balloon and beach ball tosses. And they will be acting and singing. So it's like Moondoggy and all those. Totally. Yeah. I like how it's cool. Have they invented auto-tune for acting yet? It's a really, really cute called, movie. My kids love effects. them. And so does Taylor. I like how it's, <laughs> I like how it's bikers and, and surfers and swimmers. It's going to be a nice crossover into gay days. 
work out really well. <laughs> Kids should love it. Does so. anybody else remember the days when, you know, to be a recording artist, you actually had to be able to sing? Oh, you are old. You know, you know, it's it's funny. It's sad. It's sad. Used to used to be kids that singers had to be able to sing, and not with auto tune. Well, just go watch an Adele video. Yeah, you want to see a singer, and not to say that there aren't some of them that can't. There are some that can. There are just many that can't. But well, yeah. Disney's doing what Disney does, and that's they create stars, Packaging. crank them out, crank them out. They get kids and they Britney turn them into Spears. stars. She sounds like a baby hiccuping. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I've never heard that before. She does. You should live with Kevin. He says it every day. <laughs> every day. Right, All right. giggling. Thank you, Julie. Uh, Dustin. Yeah. Uh, one my, word. One word. What do you mean? Just say one word so we can. One word. Fort Wilderness. Oh. <laughs> that made sense. Okay. Um, yeah, there's going to be new shirts available These on the are cool. Disney Parks online store um, themed after uh, both Fort Wilderness and uh, the Hoop Dee Doo. Um, review musical and so those uh went on sale on the disney uh parks online store yesterday um april 27th and are available through may 3rd and they are inspired by um some of the old mm-hmm. postcards from the opening of of the park um the in specific the, uh, the retro mickey the disney world well yeah the retro mickey but the disney world logo itself has kind of a mm-hmm. uh, a flag above it that says Florida uh, flapping in the wind. So it's uh, uh, another cool little bit of merchandise that the Disney online store has uh, put uh, available till May third. But hopefully, this kind of stuff, the the more interest they see with these online store exclusives, hopefully they make their way they, into the park. I was just there. They have a really cute um, long sleeved. It looks like a baseball uh, tee. Uh, one that has this Mickey. I think it had Mickey with the. Raccoon hat. The coonskin cap. Yeah, uh, I wanted to get it. It was forty dollars though, and it's a long sleeve, and I'm like, yeah. it's about to be summer. But it was really, really cute because it had, it was, you know, the, that old Fort Wilderness feel on it, and like, it was a nice shirt. Like, yeah, these, you know, Fort Wilderness is one of the few places where there is still a good selection of resort-specific merchandise on property, and you know, I'm glad they haven't taken it away from that yet. But God only knows, yeah, if that'll happen. But all right, thank you, Dustin Rhino. Uh, the Be Our Guest restaurant has extended their breakfast test through July 18th. I have a little uh, description of it here. It says, breakfast at Be Our Guest is a testing phase from 8 to 10 a.m. daily from March 20th through July 18th. Meals will include a pastry basket for the table, an entree, and a self-serve beverages. Guests can now pre-order their breakfast choices on My Disney Experience. Uh, this is available from 30 days prior to five minutes prior to the reservation time. Uh, if you don't pre-order, you will get a reminder to do so 48 hours before your reservation time. And this prefix meal will be considered fast casual through reservations. can be made at whatever. Um, I had a friend who actually did this this morning, and uh, she she really enjoyed it. She said uh, the food selection was really good, and her and her friend, um, I don't know, they really liked it. So, Would you know what they had? Uh, yes, she had <laughs> some sort of uh, – she texted to me. I should have kept it open. Um she had a scrambled egg whites, and her friend had the croissant donut, which oh. was delicious. Both. And they knew that two weeks in advance. You have to pre-order. You can't just order. I, when you I think that's interesting. That's a little yeah. I think that's weird. Kind of... Like, I can't think about my food they, that far. They ahead. did that for the lunch though too, where you pre-ordered. 
Um, but you could always change it. The, the good news oh, okay. is you can do it very close to, you know, you could be in line. Well, yeah, it's a five reservation. Before, yeah. So it's not like you do it for foreign events. I want to say this, though. If you don't have a breakfast reservation, you're not getting one. They're all sold out yeah. way in advance. So kind of a moot point. You have uh, to have Debbie one. Downer? Yeah. Rhino. No, it just, it's just the way it is. This is a very popular meal, and they're going fast. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Rhino. Craig. Uh, Expedition Everest Challenge, the uh, Run Disney race that happens throughout Animal Kingdom and uh, uh, also the parking lot of Animal Kingdom will be ending after this year. Uh, They didn't say why it was going to be ending this year, but I would guess construction, just like it ended. The the Tower of Terror race had to halt for this year, so... Uh, they'll probably add on another race somewhere else to make up for it, but yeah, it's just it's kind of like the uh, festival of the masters had to be canceled last yeah. year for the construction. I'm sure it'll come back. It is popular. It's, it's, very, it's the only race I've ever done, uh, yeah. and it was a lot of fun. You do the 5K, and then you do another scavenger hunt right after before you're allowed to get your medal, and it, it was a really good time. And then you get to actually ride Expedition Everest at night, which you don't get to do often on yeah. normal park hours. Right. So. No, Except I've done it hundreds of times. Cause well, awesome. y- yeah. well, you were so there. special. <laughs> so. Like, you're an exception. <laughs> yep, it's gone. Sorry. All right. I, I do have something that we haven't talked about yet, I, if you're about to wrap up. Did anyone see the trailer for that Disney Channel original movie, The Descendants, about, like, <gasps> I cannot wait. kids? Sorry. I should about have, what now? <laughs> I should have put this in an email. I wasn't thinking that. But, um, We've mentioned released... that before on the show. Okay, yeah, let him tell. I don't know what it is. Okay, they released the trailer, like, two days ago. Uh, it's Kenny Ortega's directing this, and, like, Kristen Chenoweth is playing Maleficent. Kat, Catherine and Jimmy is playing the evil queen it's all about like this high school um where the villains kids go um oh, yeah, it's I've on like an island or something yeah. and now like beast and bell's son mm-hmm. is part of his thing for his school is he wants to integrate those kids into their school um so they want to bring like the bad guys into the school and so i think the movie's going to be all about that i i from the preview it looks like it might be a musical too i think there if was it's kenny ortega he did and, high school music yeah kristen chenoweth and kathy and jimmy i'm in yeah yeah really <laughs> it, the, i'm excited it's extremely when does this come out uh it didn't release a date i tried to look last night um it just said summer uh I, my guess is sometime in no again disney channel movie or movie movie disney channel okay yeah and if like, you, you can look there's a lot of, um, is it a movie or a series i thought it was going to be it a, looks like it would be a really good series yeah. but i it looks like it's going to be a yeah movie. if it has kristen chenoweth and yeah. depends upon the time <laughs> no it sounds like sky high or monster yeah, high to it me. Yeah. it's going to be more geared towards it looks like sky looking. high yeah. it looks yeah. just terrible Everything about it. Craig. Craig, we never agree on anything. You didn't like Maleficent. Wank, wank. Come on, get over it. Oh, I'm so, If you give have her, the worst taste, if you sat there and actually thought, this is going to be good. The Maleficent is not green oh my again. God. See? This. So he's judging people's tastes now. Good for him. <laughs> it's perfect for kids, I'm sure. They're going to eat it up. Well, yeah, good. you're not a 13 Well, I'm just girl. a giant kid. I'm going to watch it. I'm not going to pretend like I'm not. It's even if it's try? terrible. I don't care. I mean, I care. I, I'm, it's going to be terrible, and then I'll complain it's terrible. But I'm, you You're know, still I, be I'm more. It's He's still going to waste his time. <laughs> I don't know, Kristen Chenoweth. I'm going to win. Catherine and Jimmy. Yep. Okay. Catherine and Jimmy was what sold me immediately because Kenny Ortega also directed um, uh, Hocus Pocus. So oh, did he really? And you know, <gasps> hello, Catherine and Jimmy, and that fantastic. Come on, come on, I'm come rewatching. Come on. I've been rewatching. Uh, it's the firm. W- <laughs> Sorry. The what? I've been rewatching The West Wing. Um, you know, I binge watch the West Wing every couple of years, and I'm in the season now that Kristen Chenoweth was in. 
And I was just watching one last night. I'm like, okay, you know, she's really good. She's just a really good actress. And so, you know. You talk about someone who doesn't age. No. Yeah. She looks no. exactly oh, the same now. That woman definitely does stuff to herself. Don't think for a moment that she doesn't. <laughs> good quality, though. I mean, yeah, yeah, good I mean, quality, yeah. for sure. I was sure. just going to say, money. it's okay when it looks good. Yeah. When your eyes touch in the back, you know it's going too far. <laughs> Best quality facelift. Sorry. So, all right. Um, I was going to do the, uh, you, you still want me to do the top ten from April? Well, we or from, just, uh, from March? We've got seven minutes. All right. Uh, I had the top 10 threads from March, a little late this month. Um, yeah. We're going to have the top 10 threads on uh, uh, for uh, April right. next week. Right. We still don't know what we're doing, how we're doing that, because we're not going to be here next Tuesday. We're not live either uh, next Tuesday. Nobody's live next next week because we're all doing, uh, doing Universal. Um, but something will go up. But anyway... Top 10 threads from March, disboards.com. Number 10, stateroom Mickey ears and then some. The venerable uh, thread that never goes away, and that's because it is awesome. If you want to decorate your stateroom door for your trip, this is the thread to look at and to follow because there's just some great, great, great stuff up, up there from our friend, I drive Illumina, or I drive a Dot Stratus. I drive a Dot Stratus. Uh, number nine, what's the reason that Hollywood Studios is changing its name for the second time? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting, though, that it's that popular. You would think some people would throw their ideas in and that thread would go away. That's No, that was the number nine thread last, uh, last month. Um, and again, you know, when we talk about, you know, the top ten threads on disboards.com, it's saying something because that's a pretty busy site. Yeah. Um, number eight. Uh, be our guest breakfast. How was it? Um, so this is a thread where people are posting pictures and their thoughts on the be our guest breakfast. And again, links to all of these will be on the show notes page, disunplugged.com, so you can check these threads out. Um, and we are really having an impact on the popularity of some of these threads, as we'll get to. Uh, number seven, drowning a castaway key yesterday. Of course, that was that tragedy uh, that we talked about in a previous show. Um, number six, uh, planned four fast pass tests happening now that happened uh, over spring break where they were letting people select four fast passes. So that was a popular thread, obviously. Wondering if that's going to be, become part of the norm or if it's just going to be done during, during peak times. Uh, where are we? Number five. FastPass uh, Basic Info Suggested Priorities and Strategies Part 2 by our friend Mesa Boy. Uh, number four, 2014-2015 uh, Beach and Yacht Club FAQ Friends Fund September 2014 to April 2015. <laughs> I couldn't fit the whole title on the no, screen. No, <laughs> I can barely say the whole title in one breath. Um, these are, this is one of the FAQs that appear all over our resorts forum. Uh, there's an FAQ for every resort at Disney World and they are awesome. They are so in depth and really really well done and people do a great job maintaining these. So if you're, you know, this is certainly a very popular one right now. This is the second time I believe this has made the top 10 and uh, you know, so but they're all they're all very popular. So if you head out to our resorts board and look up the resort that you're interested in, you're going to find some great information there. 
let's see. Ah, yes, number three. Opening day pricing 2016 part two. This was for Disney Cruise Line when they released uh, their summer 2016 sailings. And, of course, most of this thread is just slack-jawed at the prices. Um, Number two, pictures of things no longer seen at Walt Disney World. This was a thread we promoted on uh, on the homepage of the Diz. And has, I mean, it was very popular to begin with, but it's gotten even more popular since. And uh, so is the number one thread for this month, the worst Disney, your worst Disney dining experience. Um, this is where people are just sharing like bad experiences with dining and, you know, it's, <laughs> it's popular. That sounds fun. <laughs> um, You're not alone. <laughs> so, all right. So that is the top 10 threads for disboards.com from March. And again, we will have them uh, links to all of that and everything we talk about on the show on our show notes page, disunplugged.com. That is going to do it for us for this week. Coming up next, our show from the New Jersey Give, New Jersey Diz Meet to raise money for Give Kids the World. Apparently, I can't say that. <laughs> Even during that show, I messed it up. Uh, that's coming up next, how Disney has changed your life. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next time with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for being with us, everyone. And remember, stay out of the damn lakes. Have a good week. 